call the absolute hubris. How dare they interrupt my research? Just because I'm dead? Is it because I'm dead? That's so like the living. Think they can just walk in wherever they want? Waste my valuable time, my gear ghost valuable time. But what are they after? Money? Research? The secrets hidden in the smoke? Oh, Xyphus, we'll show them what happens when they trifle with the Technic League. With Fergus Shout, won't we? Perhaps they're here to free your prisoner. Did you ever think of that? Of course I thought about that, you miserable. I'll kill them all, take back my treasures, throw them in cages with the... Or the tank with the... Or toss them to the... Uh... Losing track of your defenses, old man? It sounds as if they've got you scared. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me, Harovex. When I want your commentary, I'll ask for it. And I won't ask for it. Forgive me, Captain Shout. I've forgotten you only visit so your monologues will have an audience. That's quite enough out of you. Eat your little biscuit, I have preparations to make. The next time you see Fergus Shout, he will be exultant. A conqueror of interlopers. This is Pot Against the Machine. Welcome back to Pot Against the Machine, the only actual play podcast that can admit to being a few metal skulls lying in a pile of garbage. I'm your host, and here's everybody. I, I still haven't admitted hey. that. You, you can be Golden Crisp instead. Hello, acceptance. What they called me in okay. college? I am not hearing Zach like at all. Uh oh. I am. Oh, I'm, I'm hearing him. No, yeah, because no. I, I keep hearing you all laugh at something, and I was like, what I said is not that funny. Um, did you mute me on Discord? Zach, can you Were you just hear like, me? Did you mute him on Discord? Because we hear you. Yeah, you might have mute him on Discord when you were trying to like turn his camera off. Yeah, and I hear you. Did I mute him on Discord? I don't know how I would have well, done that, but maybe. What do mean to Zach? Uh, if you right-click his name, is there a little yeah, checkbox next to where it says mute under the volume? No, there's not. Uh, interesting. What is happening? What's his volume at? Did you somehow turn him down? It's at 70. Well, it's usually at 70. Interesting. Weird. Uh, maybe if I turn so you all You can hear all the rest of us, though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, wait. Okay. And you still can't... Yeah? Uh-huh. No, no, I can hear you now. I don't know what changed. <laughs> Weird. Maybe just moving the volume, like, reminded it. I guess, yeah, that was, yeah. Volume. <laughs> yeah. This is how you're like, oh, right, crap. Zach. I'm supposed to be playing this guy's voice. Oh, you wanted this? Weird. Zach really is. We were assuming. Uh, anyway, so sorry, Zach. Zach. 
It's okay. Rude. Izzy just mutes me. That's in case anyone's wondering. That's how they get through the app. They just turn me just, down. <laughs> and I can tell how to laugh when everyone else does too, which is <laughs> yeah, also useful cues. in life. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, and then the long silence. Um, so previously on the program, what did we do? We explored the Choking Tower some more and um, finished off the first floor of the Choking Tower, found um, a library, found another trap in the library that was pre-defeated by the filter masks that the party, of course, had on, and um, an old spell book with some nice spells, which Brixby ripped out and then... Uh, just absolutely brutally smashed the spellbook in an open position, just crumpling up all those pages in one of the worst book crimes in the history of Galarian. After that, the party decided on a staircase to take to the second floor, where they found an abandoned dormitory, basically. They found an empty bedroom, an empty bedroom, another empty bedroom, and then, hey, look, metal skulls flying out of garbage which proceeded to fly across the room, bash into people, psychically pick people up and throw them at other people, and um, take a long, long time to die. But eventually they did die, days at least later, and um, the party is still on the second floor. That's where we are now. Choking Tower University, go Choking towers. Go shouts. <laughs> the towers. <laughs> the towers. The, oh, the Firkin shouts. <laughs> Just the furkiest. You know, from what we've seen of the guy, he would absolutely name his sports team after himself and be yeah. the, and be his own mascot. And then, like their whole tagline would be like "Firk yeah," and all of their shirts would say that. <laughs> I'm like so wow. annoyed by it already. No one furks with shout. Oh, <laughs> All of their sports. Uh, the bull, you get the shouts. Uh. <laughs> Furk around and shout out. Okay, I'm done. No, no. What okay, kind of shoes does that guy wear? Oh, yeah, Firkenstocks. <laughs> Uh, he's gonna come out and kill all of us again. <laughs> he's gonna come through. The you screen. all deserve it. I know. Why we're making these jokes. Sam is just rolling on the random encounter table, aiming for that. For <laughs> so yeah. So okay. Lots of bedrooms. Yeah, you're standing in a hallway. There's yeah. uh, piles of garbage and skulls on the ground. What's the plan? We didn't figure. Yeah, we did not finish exploring all the door things, right? We had. Some opened. Yeah, and... It was like the second or third when we went in, there was a pile of clothes and the first skull popped out of him or them. So. Yeah, and I'm here is in. Which I don't remember what direction <laughs> we came from. Oh, no, I guess the yeah. stairs were down here. So you we were clearing out the, the right hand side. So you did these two doors and then the one very awkwardly shaped one in the bottom right and then the skull one came out of the fourth door you tried so there's one door left over on that side and then Kira's already in one of the rooms on the other side um, confirming that it is also an empty uh, dorm room and um yeah uh, are these right here rooms because I can't go into these weird uh, those there are closed doors room. there those most of the doors here are hanging okay. open, but there are uh, where Alloin is, where Brixby okay. is, 
and uh, where Asher is, they're, they're by the three closed doors on this floor. Okay. Uh, well, Alwyn will not attempt to open a closed door by himself on the other side of a hallway from the rest of the party, so he comes back. Before we explore further, was anybody injured enough to warrant some healing? Uh, um, uh, if I'd uh, approximated, I'd say I'm like a fifth down of my general vitality. Like 15 points of them, so it's not that bad. Still, in the grand scheme of points, <laughs> that get reduced when one gets hit, uh, it wouldn't hurt to top you off, as it were. And he'll, no, he'll he'll dry out the uh, space drug gun, oh, yeah. you know, and just kind of give you a like a an eyebrow waggle. Brixie puts on his Dr. Jacoby one red, one blue glasses. He's ready. <laughs> oh, it's terrible. Uh, on a 2d8 plus 3, you get a total of 8. Bad Let's shit, do, man. No, one kidding. more. One more. It's not time worn. Oh, so much better. 9. <laughs> At least you're topped up. Indeed. <laughs> Thank you so very much. That is exactly what I needed, um, pretty much. Yeah, just a little bit over. So, excellent, excellent. Um, so, Brixby is gonna. Thank you, Asha. I was, everyone. I was thinking about checking this door right here to the east beside me. Uh, but does anybody need healing? Need to prepare? Need to cast anything before we proceed? I think he's gone insane from the space drugs. He was just healed, and now he's asking if anyone needs healing. He means anyone else, <laughs> Halloween. I don't think he's gone any more insane than he may have previously been. Don't yeah, blame these right. pharmaceuticals. But we're, uh, no time has passed since last episode, but I believe were Bricks and I the only two that got hit? Yes, and it's you that were, I'm concerned yeah. about, not my healing, because you you have. Oh yeah, no, I I took to I took die. four damage because they threw me at Izzy and missed. That's what is that like half of your hit points? A third. <laughs> no, I'm at fifty <laughs> out of fifty-four. Wow. Shots fired. <laughs> no, because I don't want to resurrect him again, so I'm not going <laughs> to fire any shots. Um, yeah, I'm gonna th instead. Uh, speaking of being thrown about, no, he just eats one of his uh, fruits that come back every day. So uh, that the minimum on that will heal me. So I'm Asher not going to roll. I'll just mark one off. Yeah, Asher picks up his revolver before Sam moves on and has it falls through a grate. Um. <laughs> to join the yeah, chainsaw. I'll, yeah, I'll go ahead and fish fish that chainsaw out of the grate too with a magnet on a string. Oh, that grate was getting uh, so full. It's my favorite grate. Reloads, okay. guns, etc. Brixby uh, is... He's probably... How long would you say it's been since we came inside, Sam? We had basically explored some dorm rooms and then we got into the skull fight. Yeah, I mean, you're... Um, counting from coming in downstairs, I mean, you've been kind of taking your time, um, but it's, it's not a huge floor, so... A half an hour. All right, cool. That'd so, be enough to recast your thing, because what was it, 18 minutes? Exactly. 
Yep, that um, and shield using uh, the Pearl of Power. Which I will indicate on my sheet just now, but I am back under the influence of old Ramsey. And now I'm going to throw a perception at this door. And for all of that, I roll a three for an 18. On the um, closed door to your right? Mm-hmm. Um, seems fine. Well, freaking open it. Um, as you open it, I'm going to need um, everyone... No, no, just Brixby and Alwyn to make uh, reflex saves as the... Um, as metal casing around the central pillar in the middle of the room that's around the spikes drops into the floor and horrible steam comes shooting out. So reflex save from Brixby and Allen as they are right next to the pipe. Uh, so 13 for a 23. Alright, that's going to be a save for half damage. Makes me feel like I probably got it. So that is a 16 for a 21. Alright, half damage for both of you. I'm just I'm gonna use the automated dice roller. Why not, right? <laughs> Why not? Why not? Rather than trying to do math. Sixty-six, D sixty-six. So that's uh, thirty-two damage. So sixteen for both of you. That's Ooh. a pretty solid roll. Oh my god! If that had, what would that <laughs> have done to Alwyn? If it was, if you didn't save. Would you have lived with it 64 points done... of damage? No, it was 32. Oh, wait, points. is 32 the half? I... No, 32 yeah, is the full. half. Oh. We're taking 16. Yeah. Thank goodness. I thought, of, I don't know. In this in this place, <laughs> I would believe that that is half. Oh, ow. How many fruit a day can I do? Um, oh, so they, what, are they in like a cage thing? Or are they yeah, just I'm... get... Yeah. I'm trying to um, visualize this. Let's see. Can you... Let me... Look at what the dynamic lighting is. Basically, like the metal walls around this thing in the middle kind of slots opened in them and steam shot out, and the slots stay open um, after that. Got it. But that's that's just a, a spicy uh, kind of area there. Alowin is going to uh, throw his last two fruit onto himself uh, since. Actually, he's going to take a step forward so that Brixby is within five feet of him, and Brixby will be able will heal two points of damage from that. <laughs> and uh, I am out of fruit that can heal me from more than one point. If <laughs> if you move through that square O spikes, will you take more damage? Should we just like stay put until yeah, it can gets I disabled? It's, it's not spikes; it's steam, and it it just came out in a puff, oh, okay. and now it's gone. Yeah, I imagine this is the same thing that would have happened in that closet downstairs if Brixby hadn't. Uh, it's not it. super different. It sounds like it. <laughs> yeah, I would really like better rolls tonight. Roll twenty. Um, I I paid my due in forget me not. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, but that's a different universe. Well, I'm gonna just go into the room now. Can I go into the room or is it locked? Uh, no, the door actually does open. Uh, let me just... Grab 14 points of healing on your way out as Asher just in gives you a quick injection. <laughs> oh, just a quick so injection. Um, and this just reveals a kind of landing uh, where there's stairs to the right that look like they go down. Uh, stairs to the left that go further up and straight ahead of you, another closed door. 
All right, I'm gonna, real exciting, throw another perception at this door. Am I rolling the right perception here? Okay, Ooh. maybe not that much, because nice. that makes me uncomfortable, but that's a nat 20 for a 35. Seems safe, this one. You're pretty confident. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> yeah, um, something, something steamed ham's joke, but uh, this door is absolutely safe. And can I open it? Yeah. All right, I open it. Popping open this room reveals a small um, room containing a large metal tub, a sink, and a toilet, all of which are separated from one another by crumbling wooden partitions. It just kind of looks like a privy uh, something. Uh, folks want to come and look in here, see if they see anything. I appreciate the offer, but... I don't think I need to investigate these facilities. I'll keep my eye out for danger. And Asher will have his um, plus one pistol with a mundane round out in one hand and the space drug gun out in the other. Because uh, <laughs> that's how that's been going. Uh, and he'll have a readied action if a hostile thing appears within 25 feet. He'll shoot it deadly. Alright, he'll accidentally shoot it with the healing gun. It's always yeah, a risk. Rolled a fi- uh, 15 for a 30 for bathroom inquisition. Well, uh, checking out the bathroom, I think you'll find that the plumbing still works. The uh, tap, when open, water comes out. And if you turn the tap on the left, hot water comes out. So that's pretty pretty cool service. That's probably a bit of a novelty in most places in Galarian. Witchcraft. Um, this bathroom <laughs> is so efficient. But also, uh, stashed under the sink in the kind of vanity, it looks like somebody was squirreling some stuff away. There is just a pile of, like, looks like gold leaf that's been pried off of furniture. There's silverware. There's, like, crystal goblets and um, jewelry and stuff just all, like, shoved in a pile and, like, wrapped up in an oilcloth. Like, somebody was looting things and stashed it away here. Provided that it doesn't look like a very evident trap itself, I believe we take it out for examination. Yeah, it doesn't look like a trap. It yeah. just looks like somebody's stash. If uh, we run a detect magic over it, do we get magic out of anything in the pile? No, nah, it's mundane valuables. Okay. So somebody just stole all the silverware from downstairs and <laughs> hid it up here. <laughs> somebody wasn't going. Sam's That's character. why they put the trap in the kitchen. <laughs> It's Sam's character from uh, Call of Cthulhu after all of the copper pipes. <laughs> well, um, this might help begin to replenish our stores uh, in the bank. So do, do folks, it looks like we found another way up down here. Uh, do folks want to go back and check those other shut doors? Also, we can aid another on perception rolls. So it's not the like, Brixby role show because I mean I know I'm a rogue yeah. and this is rogue time but like you mm-hmm. know not only is that an excellent bonus for Brix but we we can all Scooby Doo around every corner together. Yeah, if you're doing like a, a sort of pooling yeah. of resources becomes like an aided perception roll, or if you're afraid of nat okay. ones, you can roll separately. <laughs> basically, yeah, I might help with that because that's basically the only way I can do anything perception related. <laughs> with my negative two is if I help Brix's. Well, cool. Let's, um, 
anyone feel strongly about any of these other other doors? This one. Yeah, there's two doors left here. One uh, you can see the other side of, basically. Like, it just led south um, where the, um, from this stairway chamber. So it's just the second door into the same room. The other one, uh, you don't know yet. Everyone, I, uh... Listen, I know I was really gung-ho about I can save us, I could do this, but... We, we can do this. You don't need saving. No one here needs saving. You're all incredible and powerful. Um, can everyone just come and look at this door with me? You can either help me or your own perceptive endeavor. You can stand in a straight line directly in front of this door I'm about to open. <laughs> Asher aids with a 21. Oh, aids with a 16. Uh, more aid. So All much right. aiding. Our powers combined, 35, which is the equivalent of bricks rolling, but not 20. This door seems to be safe. I think everyone all... together feels good about that. <laughs> Man, I'm just getting the best vibes off this door. I don't really know what it is, but it just makes me feel real safe. I don't know if it's mostly because it's a beaded curtain and not a door, so it's virtually impossible to trap. But you say that. Just out his hand to brush the beads aside and throw his wife. I don't know why would you tempt Sam like that. The beads it, animate it... and strangle you. Oh no. <laughs> My stand is beaded curtains. Uh no. It's uh is the door unlocked? It is indeed unlocked. Alright, let's proceed on in. Um, opening up this bulkhead door reveals a room filled with crates and boxes, walls covered in shelving and holding linens, cleaning supplies, and other mundane tools. There's also a strange, cocoon-like object made of tightly wound strips of wire and metal ribbons affixed to the highest shelf on the curving northern wall. Can, can we engineero that from a distance? Uh... <laughs> At seeing it, Asher immediately will stow the heel gun and draw the revolver filled with adamantine rounds. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you can roll an engineering on, on that particular fella. Knowledge. Dirty 30. Ooh, far better than what Bricks brought to the table. I don't think you can make heads or tails of this weird thing from where you are. Oh, no. Probably don't um, attack it. It's, what harm could a bunch of wires do in an incredibly <laughs> cursed and trapped tower of death? It's literally destroying an entire region with its existence. Might as well take a peek. Asher will enter the room. And it doesn't seem to be moving. It's It's just chilling up there. Uh, wah, 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 okay. detect evil. Yeah. Doesn't detect as evil. D detect mago. Doesn't detect as there... magic either. Um. Never stick to poke it with. Can yeah, we? Just... 
can we like percept it more while we're in are there any additional roles that we could do to like learn more about its existence or did we just bork the only roles we could um i think maybe if you're gonna like take a long time to examine it but you'd, you'd probably have to like have it in hand like maybe you could um try to figure something out but how big is it I, it's like about the size of a, a human fist oh it's tiny yeah it's everybody just, let's... it's a weird little thing up on the wall yeah let's uh move move out of the room for a second uh folks wouldn't mind Brixby's gonna also go back to the doorway um i'm gonna try to manipulate this at a distance with magic see if that does anything I encourage people to kind of get behind me a bit. Before he does, Asher does like his best to just kind of peer at it now that he's up close and not across the room looking over Brixby's shoulder. If you'd allow a new engineer a role, it might not be enough, but I did get up to a 31. And now I'm like up close to it. Um, I don't think that like that's really enough of a change circumstance it's also not enough to identify it but it's well, also that was a 17 off the die so it can't get much better for old asher i got a natural 20 that would be lower than what bricks got the first time okay so that's out everyone cool with the mage handing it a little bit and see if it just yeah ponder it. The... yeah smack it with a mage hand all right i'm gonna lift it up with mage hand um, how strong Ten is pounds. Mage Hand? Um, so it doesn't have like a strength rating because this thing's stuck on the wall pretty good. Mm, I think it's just a 10 pounds, like it can lift 10 pounds. I it can probably lift the ball itself, but it's like kind of the metal has like worked itself into the stone. So it's going to take somebody kind of ripping it off there. Just, he's gonna turn and say, "It's stuck. The metal is inside of the stone. I don't know if this thing is alive. Um, I don't know if this thing is dangerous. None of us can make heads or tails of what it is. It um, if anyone can think of a different way of interacting with it." short of trying to remove it from the wall. I welcome. Because I, I actually think that if we try to pull it off, it might provoke something. Maybe. Probably shouldn't shoot it then. I, because... I mean, you could. Asher has could. never used utility shot. But he could scoot an unattended object. So I'm not attempting to damage it, but see if I can yeah. dislodge it. I just, just scoot I it. wonder if that's going to come under the same problem as the hand, because it seems like it's it's a roll to move it, and I don't know. Does that give you like a roll against like something that's held fast? Yeah, like, yeah. Sam, is that a sword and a stone situation? Do we need? It's a strength <laughs> check. It seems like like there needs to be some brawn. Um, it's a strength check, but I think Asher could probably shoot it off the wall with oh. utility. I mean, is that like an Do attack I... roll or? So scoot an attended object. I do make an attack roll against if it's mechanically tiny or smaller, which a fist size sounds like it should be. 
Yeah, it's mechanically uh, tiny. Yeah. Then, yeah, uh, a tiny unattended object, if this is considered an unattended object, has an AC of 5, so long as I don't hit a nat 1. Uh, so, yeah, because if I hit it, then I don't damage the object, right there, uh, but I can move it up to 15 feet farther away from the shot's origin. Do you want me to, like, swarm with you for comfort? Or should we switch places? Well, I suppose there's, there's a little harm in giving this a, ch- a shot. <laughs> Literally. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah, Asher is going to uh, dump the rounds out, because I'm looking at conservation of ammo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, dump the rounds out of the ghost, ghost salt revolver. Load a uh, single mundane metal cartridge and shoot and as long as I don't roll a one I can't miss it once I get within you know range and I just need my uh, technology to behave but yeah I'll uh, step in and oh yeah Uh, 15 on the dice it's too late it can't put the the bullet back in the chamber I was going to say I'm readying to emergency force sphere if I'm hit with a ball of techno bees. That's it. Um, why don't we get a damage roll on this this shot here? No. There's no damage. Ah, that's right. It is no damage. So, Asher takes a step, squares up, shoots at where the cocoon is attached to the wall, and it hops free and tumbles down, bouncing from shelf to shelf and rolls to the floor. Nothing comes out of it and kills you. Cool, cool. Hey, nothing came out and killed us, Asher says as he loads the gold salt cartridges back into that revolver. (laughs) So, excellent shot, Asher. Um, when you said in hand, could I like mage hand this over to our faces and we could be like, mm, or you mean like we, we're picking it up and we're rolling it over and doing that? Yeah, you could mage hand massage. it. All right, I'm a, I'm a mage hand that closer to it. Any objections to me mage handing and bringing this a bit closer via magic? All right, come on over. We're going to, so what role are we allowed if we're going to, Roll it around with our hands and minds. Um, I think if you're like taking a, a little while to closely examine it and um, looking it up and down, it's going to be another engineering check. All right, let's do this. I don't know if you want to arrange any aids or anything. Is it, it's probably too late to declare now that I've seen that result. <laughs> I mean, Alwyn could always also. (laughs) Yeah, I was going to say Brixwa has the highest bone. It's not aid. Um, But. The four on the die, so. Do not aid. Well, if you allow the aid, I have it. If you don't, then I just don't add value. Well, uh, what's your. Is your bonus better than plus 10? Yeah, my bonus is a... I guess I don't even have to roll. My bonus is a plus 14. Yeah, so you 
eight automatically. Actually, I have plus... Which, um... Oh, I'm at plus six, so I actually aid exactly with a four on the die. All right. So 38. 38 total. What you're looking at is a technological item known as a nanite ca cocoon. A small cloud of nanites often spins a protective shell around itself. Um, generally speaking, to preserve their programming in case they are separated from whatever they're designed to do and like stored for a long period of time. Um, if they think if the swarm decides that basically it's going to be lost if it doesn't go dormant, it'll spin up a little co cocoon and lock itself inside. Um, and that looks like what you've got here. Hmm. So let's throw it into a fire and leave. Like, if if we, you know, like threw it at an enemy or at, um, you know, Alwyn's Quinceanera, like knocked it open or something. Like, could we? It's, are they friends, or are they like? An, an autonomous nanite swarm that is furious that you opened their cocoon house. It's impossible to tell yeah. from outside the cocoon uh, what they're programmed to do. Hmm. So they could either be like a living version of what we've been injecting to heal ourselves, or they could be like those things that tried to kill us when we went into the other tower. I say we shut the door and leave them in here. I don't know how anyone else feels. I don't. I don't believe there would be beneficial healing nanites in a place like this. Could we use them like a grenade? Yeah. <laughs> Can we huck them? Huck them at the ghost? <laughs> I want to take it and throw it with us because I am just super curious. I'm just afraid it's gonna hatch. Yeah. Like I mean, the, fair. Look, I mean, it's fully logical to be afraid of it in game. Yeah, I'm worried at some point it. someone's going to drop it and it's just going to explode into nanites and they're going to cover us and kill us. Oh, this thing feels pretty solid. You're not going to break it by accident. Like, the strips are made oh, of glockite. It's, it's got some solid hardness to it. And if you're not dropping it on adamantine spikes, you'll, you'll be okay. So, it can, but it, can it open itself? Do we have an idea of what could trigger it out of its torpor? Um, if... The nanites happen to sense somehow in their dormancy, like the thing that they're programmed to do, uh, they could activate and sort of hatch. Um, or like if you crack it open, like the nanite, nanites will activate and you don't know what they'll do. Like, <laughs> so like a real dark part of like a, my toxic trait is that I feel like I could throw this inside of a bag of holding and figure it out later. <laughs> but th that is well, that is my toxic trait. Is it? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> would would we know either from Zach's role or just from like the way stuff works in general? If it's in the interdimensional space of the bag. It doesn't know what's going on outside of the bag, right? Like we could be standing a foot away from what should trigger it, and as long as it's in the bag, it should be fine. Right. right? It's in it's in a separate plane. It has no 
the awareness yeah. then. Put it in yeah, the bag. In the bag. Quaff the bard. Put it in the bag. Yeah, I mean, this could be Put a in the bag of tricks. Idea. Or <laughs> we can let Denvaya and, you know, Father Kate look at it. They've been really convenient at identifying things. I think we mail it to the Daily Stag and say that it's a geode. <laughs> Send a little hammer. Open. They love geodes there. It's, um, Girl, it's, their it's the only vice. fun you can have in that place. Hoskett always did strike me as a geodude. Ha! <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That was good. I like that one. Uh, delightful. Thanks. It was good. So, uh, twist the staircase. Uh, so, nanites in the bag. They won't respond to anything. Should make that clear. Like, these, if they have a trigger, they're not going to notice their trigger if they're in the bag. There's a chance they could be useful, but I really couldn't imagine Fergus being like, Oh, these are my Fergus-sailed murdering nanites. I hope they never come out of their torpor and are thrown at me. But we don't know. He's into Xyphus. Might like accidents like that. Maybe they killed him. That's why he's ghost. And then he's been hiding out, not going in this room. Probably not, but... In any case, I suspect that the downward set of stairs is the other stairway that we didn't come up from the ground floor. So, presumably, we could go up carefully another level, making sure the stairs aren't trapped, or you go, you know, we step on a step and then the whole thing collapses like it brought down to the first floor and the ground opens up and it's filled with acid. Classic. Classic. Uh, so you preferred the spiral staircase because that allowed the potential for combat. Uh, does that stand? Would you like to continue to use that one? Um, on this floor, the only way up is the um, that landing okay. over there with the straight staircases. The spiral staircase only stopped at this floor. Too bad. Too bad if oh, you do. Oh, me. <laughs> Pranked, bro. Pranked. Um, Alright, well, we should probably head up these stairs. Uh, which one is going up and not down? Uh, the ones looping towards the left are going up. This one? Oh, no, left. I'm. So if. I know what directions are. If y'all want to leave your tokens alone for a moment so I can drag you over to the appropriate part of the map. Stop touching things. When you start a remote session to fix something on someone's desktop and they can't stop touching their mouse. Oh, man. It's a dirty 20 uh, perception as we go. Oh, yeah. Where where are we on the map? Oh, there we are. Oh, wait. No, stop. We were, we were back on the first floor for a second. I saw us. Yeah, you were on the first <laughs> floor. That. It's a big map, and I was zoomed in too far, and things happened. All right. So now you're on the third floor. Right? Right. Everything is right. correct. That's perfect. Ah, so the flight of stairs ascends um, to 
a large atrium. Uh, you can see across the way from the top of the stairs is a light going farther up. There's also uh, the ceiling above you in this room is open uh, to the floor above for at least a like 15 foot kind of semicircle directly above the space between the two stairs. Um, uh, while there are doors to on the south and east walls of the atrium allowing access to other parts of this floor. Um, there are short messages written above three of the doors. The air in this room smells strangely acrid. Don't like that. Anything we can roll on knowledge acridity? Like alchemy, maybe? If Yeah, I was going to say, because I think Jeff should have craft alchemy. Would that help? It's actually going to be a knowledge planes. <laughs> Not concerning. Oh, hey. It's from a plane of perfume. Oh, no. Guess who has a plus eight in that? Of acridity. The plane of axe. <laughs> um... <laughs> It's like Axis, but um, it's a 22 for Bribby. 25 for Alowin. Pretty solid rolls. I think between the two of you, you get the sense that this is like the, the telltale vapors that come from an Achiari. Achiari? <laughs> I can't say this word. Do you want to Attache. This is the word you're looking for. I'm gonna paste the word and one of you can figure it out because it has too many vowels. Akiari? Sure. Akalari. Which is an extra extra planar and not extraterrestrial um predator scavenger. Um you know, from hell. Just a little well, well, heli do. Well, heli do. Smells a little like a heli do in here. Heli do. But do we know anything about this? Uh, the accolades. Certainly, a curai or a chirai. It, it's it's pronounced heli do, and um, or hell's vultures if you're. Um, no. Yeah, um, I think between Brixby and Alwyn, you get a, a good three questions about a. <laughs> a natural tatchel. Questions? Uh, but I was thinking attacks, defenses, special abilities, but we could have anything else. Yeah, that's usually the best ones to go with. I know that from listening to you all over and over again. We can sure. also ask two and bank one. If people need to know lowest rolls or, or sorry, lowest saves or something like that in the future, I'm uncomfortable with change. <laughs> That's it. All right, we asked. Does those anybody three. other than me really target saves? And I pretty much just target will if I'm going to do it. <laughs> I mean, I have a couple things that target saves, but okay. not a lot because it's okay. not. It's not really what a trickster is for. But there's, you know, I have yeah. a couple spells that target will. You target fortitude. As well with Bone Shaker. Yeah, I have two. Yeah, I have two spells that do fortitude, and everything else does will. I, I find the Nothing lowest. Re- actually, wait, no, I do have one reflex because my uh, what you call it is reflex. Yeah, and I mean I have like uh, lightning. Yeah, yeah we can and stuff. So. Yeah, let's bank one and let's do special defenses and special abilities. Um. Well, the only special defense it has is spell resistance. 
other than that, you know, it's wide open to just be killed, like one does. The special ability that it has is something called a black cloud. The helidew can exhale a, a cloud of choking toxic smoke three times a day. When you get hit by that, your flesh starts melting and rotting, um, and your mind um, starts to erode away. It's um. It's rough. It's not not a great thing to have happen to you. Fortunately, we have those masks, so we'll probably cover up the rest of our body skin with that. And delay poison, Camille. And one of these scrolls that Brixby pulls out that is Gust of Wind. And he tucks that. He's holding it in one hand now. He is brandishing the rolled scroll. Ah, uh, let's keep our eyes out. There's hilly dudes about. Yeah, hearing that, Asher will uh, do some ammo swapping with his bandolier. It's really good radio, but he wants to have a revolver full of mundane cartridges, not wasting the precious other ones. How far up is the next floor in the atrium? Like, how far up is the next? Is it like 10 feet between the floors, or is it... Oh, man, you're going to make me scroll up and see how tall yep. the ceilings are in here? Because yep. I know it says yes. it somewhere. I know well, it's I am a nearly level 10 wizard. I always need to know how high the... <laughs> uh, the ceilings within the choking tower are 20 feet high. Except where otherwise indicated. In this case, it's indicated okay. where there's a big hole in the ceiling, so it's 40 feet high. So someone could theoretically... I'm just saying, like, we have the ability to chuck something onto the next floor through the atrium. Theoretically, right? If you wanted to do a chuck, you could chuck... So, like, Kira, if you wanted to reach into the bag and throw a fuzzy ball up 40 feet to the next floor and see what happens. I mean, look, if the, we don't know what the creature is. We don't know the effect of its spell. If it's up there above us in the atrium on the next floor, maybe we'll get lucky and get Elon back. Worst comes to worst, we have a confused or a puma running around on the next floor, right? Well, I'm worried it'll get hurt, but I guess they aren't real animals. And, uh, we'll toss out the 79. Uh, once again, I do not have the... I feel like that's probably the leopard again, no, right? No, I don't think I that's think the leopard. I think it's... Oh. No, because leopard is 85 to something. That's the boar. It's the boar. <laughs> we got the pig back. <laughs> uh, can it be the same pig? <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, is it obviously, like, do we notice that it's the same one? Like, it's still got a bit of demon stuck to it or something? Um, are you you're throwing this... I'm throwing it up the staircase as far as I can reach up the staircase. If you want me to make an attack roll up the uh, stairs. Well, are you throwing it up the stairs or are you throwing it like... Oh, not up the stairs. Up, into the uh, Up room, over sorry. the ceiling. Yeah. Kind of. Up over the lip of the banister. Or just like a skyhook kind of. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah. type deal here. So would that be like against an AC5 but with some cover? <laughs> um, I don't think you need to roll... <laughs> Um, cause I mean, you can throw it up that high and then it doesn't specifically yeah. matter where it lands. Need to hit a specific square. Yeah. It's just got to get up on that floor. Um, I will say that like within a second of doing that, you hear horrible, 
horrible noises of like screeching <laughs> uh, boar and um, horrible bird-like creatures with you know just like the hint of devilishness as they just go nuts screeching and snapping and eating Elon Tusk. Oh, no. Like no, no, that one. If he's screaming, his brutal. name is Bory Taylor. <laughs> if we're gonna continue to make new metal jokes. Elon Musk in a new metal band that I don't know about. No, no, I made a Slipknot oh. joke by calling him Bory oh, Taylor. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it's bad. Uh, it's even better when you explain it though. Well, luckily, I'm sure he managed to get at least two or three hits in, so hopefully one of those will have lower health when we go up there. We did it. <laughs> valiant, valiant. Uh, <laughs> it's not going to uh, have a fight. Alwyn is going to kind of glare in Brixie's direction and say, I don't think it worked. I, I mean, well, yeah, I was going to say, man, I, uh, I believe it worked. That, um, that let us know the location of the as we would call it, hell vultures. I believe that's what you said, yes? I said they're called a... a Kirai. Well, Asher will now ready in action, assuming these things will swoop down looking for more food. Uh, we may have drawn their attention, but at least we did determine that the next floor doesn't haunt good things for us, although if in the chat for Boy Taylor, you'll be missed. We hardly knew you. <laughs> um and as you are talking um you do hear the sound of something big uh lumbering its way down like squeezing into the stairwell and just like squeezing itself down and plodding away i think it's time to roll for initiative i do love how many times you said squeezing it's a little just a little squeezy do all right. What did Asher get? Matt Ups gets a nat 20 for a 25. Nice. Nice and fast. Uh, how about Brixbow? Mad Rats gets a 16 for a 24. <laughs> <laughs> and Alloin. Mad. I, I got nothing. Mad uh, fruits. Got <laughs> Mad fruits. <laughs> Mad fruits. Yeah, there we go. What's the number, though? A 20. And Kira. Uh, Kira's just mad because Izzy rolled a 2 for a 7. I'm sure that's fine. Um, Asher, you go first. And something hefty is coming down the stairs stairs heading towards us stairs going up on the map is that is Kira in front of those or is that the opposite stairway it's hard to tell Kira's in front of these stairs going back down sweet Uh, then yeah Asher will take a five foot step to the oh lord he sees it northwest and uh, sees what what may or may not be oh my gosh oh Heli do. Why does its neck have legs? Heli do. Um, now this to give you a description of what you're now just seeing for the first time. This is it looks like a 15 foot tall flightless bird, but like its head and body are fused together in one huge unit. So it's just like giant face, 
coming straight through, and then it's got it's got four little chicken legs and then little atrophied wings, and it's covered in like oh, thick, yeah. oily black plumage, um, which is mostly hiding like its tiny little wings that totally can't fly, and it's just it's grody. It's it's not a a friend. I feel bad for this thing. I just ate a pig. It's happy. <laughs> yeah. I wonder, though, if that pig were to be unsummoned, does it stay full? It smells like hell. Looks like hell. Uh, we're just going to take a, a guess that it's evil. And, yeah, maybe that's judgmental. But Asher is going to level his revolver at it, smite evil, and then do a deadly aim rapid shot three mundane bullets coming at oh the hell you do pretty bad rolls guys uh it's squeezing so take that into account uh check it and see and flat-footed yeah so the lower the lowest one was a nine nope it's a 10 because of point blank shot against touch. Does that hit its squeezing flat footed <laughs> touch? Um, it, it does. It's a large creature. Awesome. It's easy to touch. Uh, oh, and I think it should really get a touch AC bonus because it's taking up so much less space you know while it's squeezed into the stairwell. I also didn't add, uh, because <laughs> I, I don't know for sure if it's evil, I didn't add that into. Oh, it's hella, it's hella evil. Oh, dope. Then I'm going to do some hella evil smiting damage once I find my, where my D8s went. Found them. Uh, so that is going to be... Uh, 3d8 plus 30. That's, that's a lot. That was the, the plan. just awful uh 38 that's a lot of damage and it would bypass any dr if it had any we learned that it shouldn't if the smell test was correct yeah it's it's not dead but that was a big chunk it didn't like being shot three times oh good i'm glad it didn't like it uh oh it's here it's big it's ugly and now it's probably rather angry at me but that's all i have for now <laughs> um, Brixby. All right. Uh, Brixby is going to. Uh, well, I guess the fact that that doesn't show it enough. So Brixby's going to move. Uh, Brixby's going to swarm with Alloy. That seems good. Brixby's going to make a, a general northwestern movement to, to move an Alloy square. Um, I would like to use my last question to know what its lowest save is. Lowest save. Oh, it's low. Save is will. It's not a willful hellbird. Uh, Brixby is going to look at this creature. Oh, man. No, because I can get free sneak attack. I'll leave that up for... He's going to shout that out. Uh, it has a weak will. I'm talking about you. Um, and Brixby is going to... Uh, cast a scorchy doodle at it 
So I'm gonna roll to hit bye bye, birdie. flat-footed touch. Let's hope. It's also got spell resistance, so it's not ideal. So that is a 20 to hit its flat-footed touch with the first okay. ray. Alrighty, um, so a spell resistance roll now. That is a 24. Alright, that'll cut through. Alrighty, um, I will start the second process and see if the second one hits. Second one zooms out, and that is just a 10 versus flat-footed touch, but I believe that actually does work. Flat-footed squeezing touch, that will hit. Oh, this is going to be sweet. All right. So um, do you need fire damage and sneak attack damage separately? Not for this bad boy. All right. So this first one is going to... I guess I'll just roll it all together, right? Eh? So... Um, so many T6. This will, this will be satisfying. <laughs> um, between both... That six is in there. Yeah, yeah, between both of those, uh, so that's four for the Scorchy Dew, four for the Sneak Attack on two rays, um, Sugar Ray and, and Sugar Ray Robinson, um, just so if you need to distinguish. Uh, and that's 55 points of damage. And down goes the Hellbird. Its will may be weak, <laughs> <laughs> but its ability to be shot with Scorchy Rays is even weaker. Quick question. You said when I threw the pig up there, we heard the sound of birds, plural, attacking it. Was that what you said? Or bird? Oh, yeah. It definitely sounded like there was more than one up there. Okay. Because I was going to say, that thing went down real easy, and I'm now remembering that it sounded like you said there were multiple of them. <laughs> yeah, definitely glad I used a smite, one of my two. I don't know what you're talking about. Is but it? it was really big and in my face and scary in my defense. You know, I was assuming that was like a boss one. There were going to be tinier ones with it. But now I'm wondering if they're just all that size and they're just meant to be like health sponges and we rolled high. There's just hundreds of them. <laughs> they just keep spawning. It breaks into like 10 more when it dies. <laughs> uh, so that is that is Brivo's turn. If we're staying in a knit, that is. All right, Alwyn. Anything you uh, want to do? The bird's dead. Halloween is going to ready to cast a spell if another one comes down the stairs. You sure about that wording? Because in the next moment... If another one appears. <laughs> um, a second one of these birds hurls itself over the balcony, falling to the ground here, taking non-trivial amount of damage because it cannot fly it lands prone in front of Alowin. um you can cast your spell okay uh brixby you and i are moving next turn first thing uh <laughs> thing i'm going to do is uh roll for sr i have a plus eight for this particular spell uh that is a 15 or 13. it's not a good die Nope, that was a 15 there, so that's a 13. Uh, so that is a 21. Does that beat it? That'll get it. Very okay. close, but you got uh, it. Then he has to make me a reflex save, which I know Will is his lowest, but this was a spell I was thinking of for the other one. It would work 
good if they came the stairs, and I said that was the spell I was readying, so. Um, before that, that does actually provoke the old chomperoo oh, from the bird. Would I have cast defensively Did then in that case? Ready? Uh, I didn't know it. it I mean, it's kind of weird with a ready to action. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't... Yeah, I don't think he would have cast defense. Yeah, so he... On the plus side, it's only a 15 to hit with the bite. Against regular AC? Yeah. Oh, yeah, bite. Yeah, so that doesn't hit then. All right. Yay, so I don't have to worry about trying well, to we roll dotted our damage, eyes. which is always impossible. <laughs> uh, now, reflex save, you said? Yes, a reflex save. You're aiming for a 19 or better. Uh, 24. Okay. Uh, so he does not fall into the pit that is created in the four squares that he is occupying. So I'm not <laughs> sure how exactly that works. <laughs> oh, my God. Just All right. Flapping those they little wings. They... <laughs> He's just flops over, just rolls to the side. In a creature, Snake must be reflex safe to avoid falling in. Yeah, that's all it says. Uh, so I guess it's just kind of like doing a Van Damme split over it. <laughs> <laughs> And sadly, it already used its movement and is prone over the pit, so it cannot move again, but it is going to try to chomp Alwyn a second time. Natural one. <laughs> These poor birds. <laughs> and I didn't even go like, oh, I can spit a cloud. <laughs> yeah. You know, it could have. It could have just spit a cloud, but... Yeah. Kill it, is he? So, the bird is still... Oh, wait, wait, it has to roll to fall in the pit. Yeah. It oh, because it's roll. ending its turn there. <laughs> yeah, uh, that's a 15. Uh, you get a plus two circumstance. Bonus, so that's a, oh, wait, that's a 17, so yeah, you still fall in. It falls in the pit. <laughs> <laughs> Down in a hole. Uh, and it can only go to a maximum of 50 feet, as we discovered last time after I tried to do more damage than that. Uh, so... Is it 50 actually or is it 30? I think 50 is what I tried to do when it could only go to 30. I think it's 30 for just the basic pit. Uh yes, it is 30. So only three D's. Uh 16 points of bludgeoning damage. Alright. The bird is prone in the pit. It's not happy. Here is up. I mean can I can I reach it? No. No. Okay, so uh, I guess I will ready if it if another approaches, I'm going to attack it. Uh, and I uh, can I make a free action? Oh, um, to warn my party member that they are near a hole. I think it's funnier if he can't um, <laughs> warn Kira that she has yeah. to make a reflex save yeah, to not fall in She wasn't in the, in the goat demon fight, so she hasn't seen these things. <laughs> oh, I see. Well, if I do fall in the hole, uh, makes it easier to attack. That's true. <laughs> Am I making a reflex? Like a I'm making a reflex. Basically, the, 
the way it works, uh, anybody in any of the squares surrounding it, which you and I and Brixby are all in right now, if you end your turn in those squares, you have to make a reflex save. You get a plus two on top of whatever your reflex is. And if it's a 19 or low, or, I mean, if it's under a 19, you fall into the hole. <laughs> well, that's not going to be good. That's a four plus a 10. Actually, I guess not even a 10 because I'm not yet raging. So that's well under, what did you say, 19? Yeah. All right. All right, well. I'm also in the hole. You fall in the pit. Um, yeah. And you also um, take 3d6 of folly damage if you want to roll that, Jiro. This episode is not. You can make an. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel better, I rolled lower than I did against the bird, but it's still nine points of bludgeoning damage. I'll take that because I must. I All right, fun turn. <laughs> I fell in a hole. All right, Asher, you're up. Kira and oh my. the Hellbird are in a hole. <laughs> fell from the sky and then fell into a pit. Is that the only other one? And Asher's gonna kind of nervously look up to make sure there aren't any other ginormous birds kind of hanging on the top rope, ready to jump down. Basically, a perception. See if he hears any more flapping that isn't coming from the pit below. Uh, only a 13 probably wouldn't be enough anyway. Uh, uh, Kira. Um, hey, you can't see any. Oh, there might be bird seen out there. Good. Next turn. Uh, Asher is going to ready if a. Any of these helidews, whether it's the one currently in the pit or otherwise, gets within 25 feet and appears within 25 feet, he will uh, shoot it with a deadly aim shot, and that's it for for him for now. All right, Brixby, you standing next to a pit. Brixby is can jump in. <laughs> yeah, right. Five foot step to the southwest and is going to ready a spell for if he can see a demon bird, the devil bird, the heck crow. All right, Alwyn. Uh, Alwyn is going to first off move away from the uh pit uh he's gonna kind of move off this way uh it's gonna be a little harder for him to see anything coming down the stairs but it's not in anybody's way and it's away from the bird so he will do that and then he is going to ready Oh, that's a fun one. Okay, uh, he is going to ready a spell, and that will be his turn. All right. Well, on its turn, the Hell Crow that is lying under Kira is going to open up its horrible black beak and belch out a cloud of noxious fumes all over Kira. 
who is currently under the effects of delay poison communal and this is a poison effect so nothing happens Yay. So, yeah, and then it's going to stand up, which does provoke a um, an attack of opportunity from prone Kira. Great, we'll take it. Um, what am I taking for being prone? It's a negative four for being prone. Yeah, negative four. Um, so what is that? I had to swing from the ground as Vargas. Yeah. <laughs> 14 plus a 15 on Ricky for a 29. Yeah. Yeah, that'll hit. Great. With gravity clip, that is still 3d6 plus 16. Uh, oh, because I still have not been <laughs> raging. Still not raging. I'm upset, but not raging. 3d6. 13, 16, 2, 9 again, 29 again. 28 hit points left. Ah. <laughs> the, bird, the bird goes down. Well, the bird is already Oh, I think down. I just put the X on Kira. Uh, see, this is what happens <laughs> when you fall inside of holes. You get dead. Yeah, so just a giant dead hellbird just flops over on top of Kira, pinning her in place, and she suffocates. At this point, and dies. Yeah, I think we'll just hang out here for the pit. for the rest of the tower. You guys will be fine, right? I'm just gonna. <laughs> I'm out. Yeah, we are out of initiative. That appears to be all the birds. And after another. Uh... Seven is forty-two. Yeah, forty-two would be total what we did. So it would be after thirty-six more seconds, the uh, hole disappears and Kira and the bird corpse both. Unfortunately, she's launched a hundred feet in the air and she takes ten d six falling damage. (laughs) Asher reloads. Says, "Well, that was uh, not as dangerous as I expected. Are you all right, Kira?" Uh, yeah, I think coughed in my face, but I think we're good. That's the spirit. These weird birdlings holding on to any I was going to say earthly possessions, but helly <laughs> possessions? Strangely, no. Just um, bird viscera and um, extra planar boar viscera as well. Um, How did they get here? They're just trying to match the theme. I was thinking something similar we've seen other things that Saud has done here that are very wide ranging but all deal with smoke, fog poison, maybe he summoned these for the same reason he's a collector it's true he did bind uh, Sahasho so we know that he is capable of summoning keeping them here. Yeah. Um, well, it looks like we have a couple doors on this current level. Three from where I'm standing. Uh, there's four total doors. Oh, yeah, um, there's right. this... Yeah. yeah, there's one up on the north well, side that's not labeled, and then one, two, three, each of which has a like plaque over it. And those doors are a little bit different. No, never mind. They're the same. But they have a plaque, you said? 
Yeah, those three doors are labeled the three southern doors. Uh, but this one is different? Yeah. Um, this northernmost door just looks like all the other doors. The other three are labeled. Okay. So, are they common? Uh, maybe we read the plaques, yeah? Yeah, they're in common. Uh, for this one, up on the northeastern side of the room, uh, it says Lab 1, Alchemy. On uh, the one that is sort of southwest, it says Lab 2, Fluid Siphoning Research. And then the one where you have to kind of go around a little corner, uh, down here, is Lab 3, Gaseous Ooze Research. Hard pass. That's a hard Can't pass. Can't wait to go into that room and fight whatever stupid thing is in there. Pretty sure room number two is where they make all the goo tubes. Yeah. Fluid extraction room. All these rooms. Well, the, the gaseous goo ooze. Um, oh, that yeah. sounds like a real fun room. Let's, let's yeah, do you, do you not enjoy the gaseous passion fruit goo tube? It's actually one of my favorites, but I've been saving it for you because I thought fruit was your thing. <laughs> it's like carbonated. It's like if they put pop That's rocks in there. Fermented just... is what you mean. Oh, no, yeah, it's like that, but it's also like in its gooey, viscous nature, they're all popping inside your mouth and it's just yes. anyway uh so <laughs> <laughs> which uh which door do we want to go through maybe the unlabeled one maybe that one is you know has cassandra lee in it yes lab four it is interesting that Body that one says nothing on it i agree let's uh it's all Scooby-Doo this, gang. I aid. Do not aid. Hero? Uh, aid. Ready, ready. That's 32 with the aids. Does not appear to be trapped. Ribby pops it open. And that reveals a um, 20-foot-long ha hallway that heads over to a spiral staircase that leads up. Uh, looks like another way to get up. Want to check these labs, maybe. What do you think? Big stuff. I think we should check the lab doors in numerical order for reasons. All right, let's do it, gang. Alchemy room, please help. Aided that time. 13 for an 11, that is an aid. 22 to aid. <laughs> <laughs> 31 Eight. brings us to 24 seems safe <laughs> two of the aids were higher than the roll it's true the only <laughs> reason why Brixby is the primary on these is because of the ability to see yeah, magical you have traps mm -hmm. like, yeah yeah otherwise I would let other people be taking point on this but if Sam's like you don't see anything well, you still have a decent you still have a decent percent yeah I think anyway. you still have the highest got a heck of a so. lot better than negative two I do have the highest, but yeah. it's, it's, it's still yeah. me rolling. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, uh, all in all, so we have 22. 24, I thought it was. Yeah, that doesn't seem to 24. be trapped. My bad. Yeah. Uh, still doesn't seem to be trapped. Hey, Brivy's going to pop that it open. That you know of. Open the lab. Uh, popping, popping open this door reveals a narrow chamber 
uh, that actually extends off to the left five feet and then has a, another door in it. This door um, is the door that looks a little bit different from the others. It has a window in it. Another perception check before looking through that window, before even approaching the door, maybe. This is real good radio. Roll time. <laughs> Roll time. <laughs> you, go Tigers. <laughs> How many do we add to the 30? Just for regular percepties. I do not. Hey. 34. Uh, it seems safe. It also seems like this door is locked. Unlike the other ones. Uh, does someone want to come peek through this window? The door is not trapped, but it is locked. Should probably be the tallest person. <laughs> Agreed. As Ashley will. I was hoping we'd do that thing where we both try and go through the same time when we get stuck in the hallway. Brixview is canonically canonically the tallest right now because of his uh, disc. No, no, no. That's that's um, that's uh, enhancement. It's it's banned. So twenty-two perception looking through the window. Uh, Looking through the window, you can see a tidy um, laboratory of sorts. There are tables, uh, shelves stacked with jars and baskets. Um, No visible signs of anything moving in there. It just looks like a lot of equipment. Well, it's well kept. Doesn't seem to be anything moving in there. If you want to give it a go, you certainly could. I don't know what our, what our plan is. Do we want to just check the other two rooms before we decide which to unlock? Or do we want to step aside and let you, you know, do the thing with the tumblers and the disabling? I like the idea of giving the go that you described there. Let's, let's give the go. Roll a 13 for a 30. 13 going on 30. Uh, that is not enough to <laughs> disable this second door, but I think Brixby gets the sense as he's messing with it that this is a kind of airlock situation where the second door is um, locked very solidly as long as the first door is opened. Oh, all right, everyone. So it's very difficult to open this door while that door is open. Um, It's like a person trap at a data center. So, um, we always have to have at least one IT joke in every app at this point. Floor is all sticky in there. As an IT crowd. (laughs) Well, let's go in Uh, together then. If it's alchemy and I have the most alchemical knowledge, it seems that I could be well suited to ascertain if there's anything of interest or value. We could get three people in this room, probably, right? I could swarm with one. Here we oh, go. Can the four of us fit in here? Two Are we in, squeezing? Can we squeeze in? 
Um, I don't see how you can fit three. Oh, yeah, so like well, you can fit you two. <laughs> three because Brixby can oh, share Brixby a square swarm, with somebody. Yeah. yeah. He can sh- yeah, he can spare a square. I say Halloween stays out. Big stuff comes in. Okay, by himself. And the birds come back to life. <laughs> uh, uh, Brixby like looks through his bag and produces. Tick this off. Produces a scroll and hands it to Alwyn, putting away his gust of wind scroll. Actually, keeping his gust of wind scroll out. This is uh, I don't I don't really use these anymore, but I still have one. Actually, I may even have the potion still. Yeah, dude, I give you my potion of invisibility instead Ooh, of the scroll nice. that. I will put that on my sheet. You can you can drink that if there's trouble, and then put yourself in a pit. Hide at the moment. So we leave plenty of fresh water for Alowin. Before we shut the door, and some treats. Um, after you You're shut the door, at home for the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> after you shut the door, um, you hear the lock engage automatically. Uh, so now at this point, both doors on both sides are, are locked, and this ten-foot hallway has three people crammed in it. And while you're standing here. Um, you feel magic rush over you as your clothes are cleaned and um, they're just basically like you're bombarded with prestidigitation <laughs> and the air <laughs> all of the air through the room is like rapidly cycled out and replaced with new air like like you feel like the whooshing of it um, and then after about 18 seconds uh, the lock on the door in front of you comes undone All right, we open the door. Everyone ready? I guess everyone brandishing what they need to brandish before I... Yep. Mundane revolver one hand and ghost salt revolver in the other because just just what we need is Fergus to come up through the floor here and be like, get out of my alchemy lab! Now he's going to show up and murder Alowin out in the stairwell. Oh yeah, you left him wide open. Don't worry. It, I took the see invisibility um, page of his spellbook. If that's his, so you can't use it anymore. Um, though this does reveal a large, tidy laboratory, which Asher couldn't smell. That it smells bad. You know, just like chemicals that are have gone over. And maybe eaten through like the corks in their bottles. It just smells like a gross place. But there's tons of stuff in here. Um, time to percept to do. I guess, like before stepping in the room, I mean, for like trapadus. Um, and then, then we search. So. Before we proceed through this doorway, I guess you already told us it's not trapped. Is that unnecessary to also be like, is this trapped? <laughs> I'm so <laughs> broken by this room. <laughs> um, 
I mean, I think scanning the room, it doesn't look like this is trapped. It looks like a, a lab as opposed to like a sort of brick of a room like the kitchen was. All right. Looks like uh, it doesn't seem like we're going to get fucked up if we come in here. So come on in. Furkin is a thing. Of course. Yeah, Asher steps in as not going to start, you know, licking anything. But he does, you know, approach the tables and as much as he can, just by sight, maybe shaking a bottle here or there carefully just, just to see, you know, viscosity. A 25 craft alchemy. I'm going to um, aid him real quick. I auto do. Um, Asher, I think, realizes with his alchemist eye as he's going through this that there is a lot of salvageable equipment here um you could probably make like an alchemist kit um out of this stuff there's also um three potions uh, some kind of magical potions there are a bunch of pharmaceuticals looks like like the kind of androphin leftover space drugs that have been around for thousands of years but are still good um but the main thing that is special about this room is like it looks like with the right know-how this could totally function as like an androphin medical lab for like making space drugs yourself <laughs> if you learned how to do it Jesse we need to cook <laughs> Just love the idea of Alwyn and Brixby making space meth for Sam's Call of Cthulhu character in this linked universe here. Well, I don't quite understand the process yet, but I think all of the equipment we'd need is here to make more of those nanite canisters to power the healing guns. Maybe that's what's in that cocoon. Just a bunch of, you know, ready-to-go ibuprofens. Oh, man. None of us have the, the feet, the, the craft technological item or something like that, right? That's a, its own feet. feet yeah, chain. that's the feet. Yeah, there, there are several. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, there's technological and arms and armor. There's technological items, and I think there's a third one. Drugs, man, drugs. So, what about you mentioned pharmaceuticals and you mentioned um, potions? So, does that mean that somebody could roll an engineering and someone could roll a spellcraft to try to figure out what kind of things we found? Well, I think for the um, pharmaceuticals, we can roll over that alchemy. Sick. Um, so, and uh, you can see one of these things is a cardio amp, which is a potent drug that can revive a recently deceased victim. If administered to a corpse within one minute of death, the victim can immediately attempt a fortitude save to be restored to life, automatically stabilizing at minus one hit point. Um, multiple doses injected within one in, within that one minute period can grant the deceased additional attempts at revival each additional attempt 
grants a cumulative plus two bonus on the fortitude throw. So, as with most effects that revive the dead, a creature restored comes back with one negative level. Uh, only works on bodies that are relatively intact, uh, not bodies that are dismembered, horribly burned, or otherwise mutilated. It can also be absolutely deadly injected into a living creature, which you should keep in mind. Um, if you inject it into a living creature, they have to succeed on a fortitude save or have a heart attack. Oh, no. So that's a, that's a good one. You got one of those. Let me just pop back over to my thing. Uh, you got one dose of cure-all, which is... An item that gives you a free saving throw against a single disease or poison effect currently afflicting you. Um, it can also restore ability damage or a limited amount of ability drain. And let's see what else we got. We've got three doses of grade 3 Hemochem. Hemochem basically gives you fast healing. So grade 3 Hemochem gives you fast healing 3 for one minute. Those are solid. And then the last thing is four doses of Torpenol. Gotta find Torpenol. Torpenol well, is a serum. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah that is say, the truth, truth serum. serum. Yeah. Mm. You got four more doses of truth serum. Brixby <laughs> um, kind of biffed his spellcraft with a three for 19. Know if that gets it. I mean, I guess like because they can only be level three spells, right? Yeah. Yeah, they can only be level three spells. So that is, is it DC ten plus the caster level. Yeah, or fifteen. Even plus if the it was fifteen, level. I'd get it because it's a nineteen roll. So I think that's it. Um. So these are three potions of gaseous form. Ooh. That is very much on brand. <laughs> I would like one of those, please. Just just one of them. I only need one. I'm going to end up finding out that this guy got killed by Galarian Batman. Like, <laughs> <laughs> he is absolutely a comic book villain. He's a little bit of a comic book villain. And I think as you're checking out this alchemy lab enjoying all your good stuff the stuff that could have saved Aluin just a day or two ago but it couldn't because he I'm died from horrible burns horrible <laughs> that's burns. true it wouldn't have saved him <laughs> yeah it wouldn't have worked on Vargas either because his head was smashed into pieces <laughs> so this is fine oh well <laughs> it's fine then the you didn't <laughs> lose anything <laughs> it'll work on Kira when she gets horribly killed by the thing in the next lab a zero percent track record on leaving bodies that are intact enough for this to work on it. Yeah, it'll be fine. <laughs> I'm going to bed anyway. Good night, Sam. Good night, Sam. Good night, Sam. Good night, good culture. against the machine.
Against the Machine is property of Network Against the Machine LLC, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods of Enterpath are property of ISO Publishing. See their website for more details. Theme Against the Machine was written and performed by our own Zach. See the show notes for additional music and sound licensing. If you enjoyed the show, we encourage you to leave us a review. Otherwise, everything else seems to be good. I'm looking at my waveforms. They look nice. Talking, you guys talking, can hear talking. me well. Okay, I can hear you well. Now I'm talking. There it is. Let's, um, this is how I talk. She sounds by the seashore. Explosives, mouth sounds. Normal talking, talking normal. voice. Hoping we're all getting on this recording. We must this be. Otherwise, why are you talking? talking voice.